What happens on the Skyliner stays on the Skyliner. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host for the week, Chuck Fitzgerald, and alongside me are two of our fantastic, uh, I don't know, rotating, sitting still, they're doing something in their chairs, ladies and gentlemen, Mickey Dude commentators from Houston, Texas, Jeff Williams. Uh, I prefer reclining. If I photography, I wouldn't, that alters the homing signal, and that's not good. Thank you, reclining. And from... Miami, Florida, Michael Fernandez. Uh, good evening from the not-so-sunshine state. Well, it's nighttime. <laughs> well, it, it's always nighttime when it's raining over here. Hmm, I could see that. Reclining, I see that you thought that was a funny joke there. <laughs> That's my new uh, trade name, Reclining Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> nice. All right. I, I can't imagine what that the constant rain is like or uh michael that that's got to be well you can you can set your watch to it three o'clock it's gonna three rain o'clock. if it's off by an hour it's gonna be a tough day Ooh, like early or late uh either way either way it goes <laughs> that, that that's matter. my biggest tip for people if if you see it's raining early in the morning you know it's gonna be a terrible day and it's gonna rain all day if it starts raining at three o'clock it's gonna go away within 10 minutes Okay, fair enough. This episode of Weather Chat is brought to you by <laughs> Reclining. <laughs> Not just for chairs anymore, folks. All right, so we are recording this um, relatively late in the evening on the 18th. And this week, there has been a lot of breaking news. And I'm not using that term facetiously this time. Um, with regards to cuts in entertainment from the Walt Disney Company. Now, as of, I believe, as of today, I believe, Birdica has confirmed that their last show at Animal Kingdom will be on October 13th. Jeff, correct me. That's correct. I think. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the last song for this set. Is everybody ready to get down and dance? Yeah! All right, everybody's clean! October 13th with a special follow-up on New Year's Eve at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, 
For those of you that don't know, Birdica is the name of the band that is playing in the Harambe, Harambe area as you walk in towards um, the Safari. Uh, you, you may not know their name. You may not know their other name, which I believe is Wasaloo. Um, but you, you certainly will know their sound. And depending on our technology level here, we're going to hopefully have some in the background, <laughs> um, which... Which I'm just telling our editor right now. Good luck with that one. Um, <laughs> so, this is kind of a big cut from a park that I don't want to say doesn't have a lot to begin with, um, but is known for its detail. And a detail like that is definitely going to be missed. What are your guys' thoughts on this one? Don't all volunteer. <laughs> well, they, it's also uh, because it's Harambe and the the best uh, land in all of Disney. Uh, that's it's my a bold opinion. statement. Yeah, but they uh, they consistently give an atmosphere to that area that's that's unlike anywhere else. Um, also, they play a lot of the par- parties at night. So if they ever, anytime they've done any of these nighttime parties, they're playing. Um, in the background. Um, I know some people have said, okay, fine. So apparently they, they didn't come online until 2011. I don't know. It seemed To me, it seemed like it was farther back than that, but maybe I'm just mistaken. But uh, I guess that's it's a solid eight years we've had with them. Uh, it's very consistent with what Disney does, doesn't, isn't it? I mean, they, they're probably like their price goes up and up and up, and then when it's time to renegotiate a contract, they're like, nah, we'll just reboot. Uh, so I'm sure we'll, we'll get some other, <laughs> uh, act in there or artists. Um, we just, it, you know, you know how it is. It's just, we'll just have to adjust, I guess. Yeah. Michael, what are, what's your thought on this one? Uh, does this include the dancers too? Like yes. The, everything uh, is gone. Yeah. Everything's gone. Well, you know, it, it stinks. It really does stink because that it's not that if you stop and watch the show, it's that background music. It's that like adding to the atmosphere mm-hmm. and just watching the families just like dance around with the with the dancers and they're teaching them like dance moves. I think that's such a cool aspect of Animal Kingdom and Animal Kingdom lends itself to this kind of like live music atmosphere um, because the more you walk around Animal Kingdom, the more you get immersed into the land. So just adding that background and that that ambiance going on, it's it will be missed. It really will be missed. Yeah, and you know what? Jeff made a, a very valid point. They did parties at Animal Kingdom where Buradika played. Like, that was the the main focal point of the party. Yeah. It wasn't the nighttime safari, which, you know, kind of womp-womped as it was uh, started. But it was the atmosphere. It was the, the party atmosphere that Buradika had that they provided. And and you know what? It's details like that, that in my opinion, separate Disney from other parks because you don't get that type of live entertainment to that level at other parks in, in in the country, other parks in Orlando. I mean, yeah, you got uh, the frog choir and the uh, blue twirly princess ladies over at the Harry Potter world. (laughs) Um, 
but it's not to the same extent and it's not to the same broad scope that I, I think Disney has. But that isn't the only cut that was named this week. Now, Jeff, you said, you know, after it's been running a while, they'll generally cut things to renegotiate contracts for cheaper. Right. Well, in terms of something that has not been running a while, the Muppets take on American history is also being eliminated um, if it isn't already. Now, for those of you that don't know, this was the show right outside of Hall of Presidents um, that was the Muppets take on American history. I mean, it was very entertaining. It was a lot of fun. Anytime that we were in the park, we stopped to watch it. Unfortunately, we always watched the Declaration of Independence episode it, or showing. It's just how that worked out. Um, <laughs> but this, too, is going away with another, you know, very drastic cut from Disney's live entertainment schedule. That... Uh, it's really hurting because what is left in terms of live entertainment at Magic Kingdom? Uh, nothing really. The no, Dapper Dans, Dapper Dans, and Main, uh, Citizens of Main Street dance parties. Oh, the, the dance parties the, is not live yeah. entertainment. <laughs> That's a, some guy with a CD player going play. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what, Jeff, what's your uh, what's your opinion on this one? Well, so it seemed like it was a kind of a extended experiment to me I always even though as as cool as it was it, it's, it was definitely a low budget experiment um, uh, Jim Hill said it was priming the pump so to speak for possibly uh, a window type entertainment to entertain the massive crowds that were going to be queued up for Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge outside <laughs> and so the, that was the idea that they were gonna. They had to have some way to entertain all these massive crowds that are gonna bombard little Hollywood studios. <laughs> um, so it's just interesting. Maybe, maybe they, they just look at that as kind of a, I don't know, a failed experiment. I mean, once again, I, I'm not gonna knock the Muppets. Obviously, all of us are Uber fans. I mean, we're all we love the Muppets. Yada yada yada. But if you've ever stood there, I mean, there's. Any show I've seen dozens of these these uh, shows, and uh, you look around and there's about thirty forty people standing there. I mean, they really enjoy it and they like what they're seeing. Um, but it's definitely not wasn't put in a space that uh, warrants itself for large crowds, so to speak. So it, to me, I always felt like a little toe in the water. Like let's try this out. Maybe you know. Maybe this is a good opportunity, but I'm not knocking the show. It's amazing. I've seen both versions or both editions, so to speak. Um, but I don't know. What are what are you gonna do? I mean, it takes puppeteers. Anytime there's puppeteers, they seem to be cutting them. <laughs> so I don't know. It's a very specialized skill. It, it is, and you know what? You you're right. It was not a big space for people to uh, gather in to congregate in. Right. But you know that thirty or forty people were then not in line true like yeah. they're they're not they're, they're viewing that i viewed that i, I don't want to speak for everyone on this one i viewed that as hey that's an experience that i had today that day whatever day it was right um but now that's gone and now there's no nighttime parade mm -hmm. there's no muppet show there's very few 
live entertainment options and still no nighttime parade. Yeah. Michael, what's your thought on the cut of uh, the Muppets? Also, the Muppets are gone. Come on. Anyway, go on. Well, I I look at it like I just went to Disneyland for the first time and you walk around Disneyland. There's so much live entertainment going on. You know, you have like the pirate band over by pirates. You know, you have marching bands going and we don't have that here. Like and you cut another thing that's going to be more entertainment and like you said get people out of lines and what the most we have is like the move it shake it parade which i seem to walk in every single time that thing is going on but you have that and that's that's great but the the live entertainment the little shows that magic kingdom is lacking i i think it would separate it from so many other places in the world it needs that live entertainment. Epcot has the live entertainment. Uh, Animal Kingdom has it. Hollywood Studios has it. And you leave Main Street, and it's just, all right, here are the attractions. That's it. That's all you have. You know? There's nothing else to do. Like, there's, well, not, nothing else to do. There's plenty to do. But there's no, you know, there's no ambiance. There's no atmosphere going on. Diversions. There's no diversions. Yeah. There's, there's nothing I mean, to keep you away from the rides. No, you, you have... Um... I wanted to say great moments with Mr. Lincoln, but that's definitely not right. Uh, the Hall of Presidents. There we go. Mm -hmm. But that's that's somewhere to escape the sun. I mean, that's not something to entertain yourself. It's actually so problematic. They still have security guards stationed in the Hall of Presidents. Oh, wow. Um, I, I don't I don't know that that's really the best option there. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe you know, you can stop paying the security guards and just pay the puppeteers. Yeah, pay the right. puppeteers. Something tells me that they're not exactly on the same pay scale. No, of course. I'm just <laughs> gonna take a shot in the dark on that. It's one. probably a college program, kid. Yeah. So there was actually another piece of reduction news, and we're gonna tie this all together in just a second here. But there is, there are reports circulating right now that Primeval World is going to drop down to seasonal operation. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, I've been seeing yeah. that. What are your thoughts on this one? I mean, Primeval World, obviously not pulling in the big crowds. But why? Like, is Disney trying to make Animal Kingdom a half-day park again? I mean, <laughs> every time I go to Animal Kingdom and it's open, it's always like a 45-minute wait. You know, it's, it gets its crowds. That's because I, it's I, slow loading. Yeah. That's my, I don't know that. I'm yeah. just saying it's. Uh, I personally, I personally love Primeval World. I, I really do. I think it's like the irony and all that stuff. It's great. But you're taking away another attraction to, and it's just going to filter into Pandora. You know, uh, you, you take away that fast pass from the tier. That's less fast passes for Pandora. That's less pa fast passes for other rides. Uh, I can see uh, Primeval World uh, in the future not being in existence. It's going to go extinct. Sir. Well, I do know that there is some maintenance issues with that ride, from what I uh, vaguely remember hearing. Um, they are having trouble keeping it up. But that's uh, that's another story. Jeff, what, what do you think on this one? Um yeah, it must have a a high maintenance uh, attention uh, need. So they probably there's probably a finite amount of 
hours that can run this uh, w- before having to tear it all down and and right. So maybe they're like, well, let's limit our hours on it, or this could be just the the next phase, like uh, Stitch's Great Escape, or uh, all all of them when they they phase into the you know seasonal uh, just before it's basically canned, you know. So right. you know, I that's probably what's really going on here. But I mean, you know, we, we've all seen the crazy ideas that. <laughs> Uh, rumors have come circled around like the uh, the original one was supposed to be um uh i've already forgot the name but the giant uh uh supposed to be a giant uh t-rex coaster uh, i've already forgot the the name like i'm sorry big site or something like that. yeah the, yeah something and you know that was the original when they ran out of money and said nope uh something's got to give and this is it and then uh in the most recent few years we've heard uh an Indiana Jones uh, conversion or, or something, or maybe converting dinosaur to Indiana Jones or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's ripe for an expansion. This whole area is so it would be so easy uh, to make it a Zootopia land. I know, you know, I can just if somehow this word gets out to a, a Safari Mike, I'm sure he's grimacing right now. But um, <laughs> but the, the he's fact rolling that, over in his grave. <laughs> yeah, Safari yeah. Mike, Dad. <laughs> not, I looked up the website. Safari Mike is not dead yet. It said, "Okay, um, very good." <laughs> I even talked to my uh, young millennial daughter this weekend, and I uh, told her about Zootopia going in Shanghai, and she had a cow. She was like, "Man, why do they always get the good stuff?" So, I mean, I know there's a huge interest for Zootopia um, with the younger generation right now. So, um, you know, it's just to me, it's ripe for it if they just find the budget. The proper budget, but so I, you know, people have said going to Rafiki's was where Zootopia is going. No, that's not happening. That train is is a big part of it. There's a lot of uh, animal, um, you know, keeping stuff going on back there. I think you guys did a rhino tour or something, didn't you? Back yep. there, yeah. Yep, absolutely. And uh, and then those private parties, they have the private parties booked all year long, and that those are that's big bucks for Disney. So. Um, that that's not going away, and I, it just when you start adding two two together. It seems like that's a ripe area for maybe converting to Zootopia or something. I don't know. Just... You, you know, that's a very valid point, Jeff. With uh, all of a sudden Rafiki's opening up again. Yeah, Rafiki's opens up again, and they start to take things offline at Dinoland. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm up. sure it's a coincidence, and there's no way that could possibly be related. <laughs> right. But that's a very, very valid point. Now, we did kind of talk about maintenance and keeping up, but, uh, you know, if you want to stay awake while you're in the parks, the way to do that is Joffrey's. Jeff, you had something to tell us about that? Oh, yeah. Uh, so the Skyliner gondola system is uh, coming online uh, September 29th. Uh, it's very interesting that Joffrey's is actually opening a new kiosk coming soon at the Caribbean Beach Resort Station. Uh, this is pretty exciting because they don't normally do these these uh, kiosks outside the, the theme parks. I mean, so it's kind of cool to to think that this is going to be somewhere where you're, if you're having to wait in line, you have a, a snackage uh, place with some coffee. But here's a int- really cool thing is they're going to have a signature uh, special drink just for that location called the Toffee Flight Latte. Uh, 
Uh, it's going to consist of dark chocolate and sea salt caramel toffee topped with toffee, more toffee, chocolate crumbles, and a cloud of whipped cream. I guess the cloud's the reference to the uh, <laughs> Skyliner. Um, anyway, there's no word yet whether uh, guests can enjoy <laughs> their beverages and pastries while riding on the Skyliner. Um, but, uh, you know, let's, let's hopeful we can maybe sneak one in our backpack or something and <laughs> nobody needs to be, nobody needs to know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what no, happens except on you the, just told everyone how to do it. Well, what happens on the said... Skyliner stays on the Skyliner, Chuck. Okay. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's what the rooms resort mugs are for. They can't tell me to throw away my resort mug. Yeah. Good point. Right. So our official sponsor, Joffrey's, I'm sure will not condone you sneaking coffee in your backpack onto the Skyliner. <laughs> what? Yeah, or my pocket. Like, or your pocket. <laughs> and what? don't. Our lawyers just informed us <laughs> that we at the Mickey Dudes are not allowed, not condoning putting hot coffee in your pocket. <laughs> Jeff. That's a shame. Yeah, we have all a you, legal department here while we're uh, recording. All these crazy kids ruining There's been everybody. incidents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we, we talked a lot about these reductions. And, Jeff, you mentioned Star Wars Land or Galaxy's Edge or ba <laughs> Um, There are reports coming out today from touring plans um, that – Rise of the Resistance, or no, Smuggler's Run, excuse me, um, is currently the second lowest ranked attraction in Hollywood Studios. Only lower, only above the Muppets, which is another issue. I got a lot of problems with that. You people don't know what good entertainment is if you're getting rid of the Muppets and saying it's worse. <laughs> Anyways, um, so there are thoughts, there are naysayers, and there are, uh, can we call them conspiracy theorists? Sure. Business interpreter? I don't know, whatever. Um, that are saying that these cuts in entertainment right now that Disney is going through is, by and large, due to the flat response that Galaxy's Edge got. Now, gentlemen, when you found out that Disney was doing a Star Wars land. What did you think this would do to the crowds? Wow. Uh, at least, at least a 300 minute wait. At least. At I least, yeah. I thought the crowds were going to be like unbearable. Unbearable. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I, I thought the same thing. I was very concerned about that for our upcoming November trip. Which is technically October, November, but not the point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's not the case. Not at all. Not at all. It, I think it is because Star Wars, the the cult, like the really big uber fans of Star Wars, a lot of them, I've been reading a lot of like, you know, comment sections on videos and stuff. A lot of the uber Star Wars fans are so against like Disney owning Star Wars. And it, and I know that those little fan bo- the fanboys, they're not going to go. They don't want to spend money. They don't want to give money to to Disney. And I, I've talked to a couple of people that they're like, oh, I was like, oh, you're a big Star Wars fan. Are you going to go to Star Wars? And they're like, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go to that that trap. 
you know, I'm not going to go there. Right. Uh, I mean, I consider myself a pretty big Star Wars fan, and, you know, I absolutely love it. I, I like being immersed in the world. And a lot of people are complaining that it's not a world that they know. It's a world that's made up or new from Disney. And that's what's detracting a lot of these uber Star Wars fans. Could be. Yeah, that's a very, very valid point. Now, Disney is infamous for trying to always show a profit, especially with the way that they've been going lately. However, it does appear that uh, they're having some attendance issues. And by because of that, there is uh, there's going to be some financial issues going on the future or coming in on the future. So. What we're going to do this evening, gentlemen, is we're going to look into our crystal ball. We're going to look forwards and backwards in the crystal ball. Does a crystal ball do that? <laughs> can a crystal ball show you the past? Uh, roads, we can if we wanted to. Roads where we're going, crystal balls don't need roads. Exactly. Uh, yeah, we're going to hit 88 miles per hour, and we're going to see some serious stuff <laughs> um, <laughs> as we look back and we reminisce on our most missed entertainment cut that Disney has done. And then we're going to hit 88 miles per hour and again, see some serious stuff and go forward. Why did we get the crystal ball? If we have the DeLorean? Oh, well we keep it. We keep it just in case, you know, in case there's technical issues. Got it. You know, in case we can't hit 1.1 gigawatts. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to hit that gigawatts. Um, and we're going to look forward and we're going to guess hopefully incorrectly, what the next entertainment cut is coming from Disney. So to get us started this evening, Michael, floor it to 88 and tell us what you miss most. Oh, uh, I haven't been going to Disney like, uh, I started going in like 2015 as an adult. I went, went as a kid. I don't remember any live entertainment then. But I'm going to pick a small one that I really missed. If you were ever in the UK Pavilion about two years ago, there was a small folk band that used to play like right in front of like the Twinings tea shop and stuff. Uh, I thought that was so cool because I would watch them every single time. It was like a group of four and they just play folk music and it was like really catchy. It was kind of like the Pirates band over at Disneyland, but it was like more like, uh, you know, they played a lot of Irish songs and like kind of like those drinking songs. Uh, I thought that was really cool. And it, I do miss it because I go by there every once in a while and I'm like, oh, they're not here anymore. And and they didn't even announce that. They just went away. Like, they were just gone. Here so today, I, gone tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. It was like a good four trips that they were there, and then all of a sudden, just ghost town. It's, yeah, it's a good one. I wouldn't have even thought of that. Jeff, what about you? Um, Well, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is, is I guess, yeah, our parades are entertainment, right? I mean... Yeah, uh, do they count? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll allow it, <laughs> but you better uh, you better come up with a good excuse, counselor. <laughs> I I totally one hundred percent miss the Jam and Jungle Parade. Um, and once again, it's another Animal Kingdom cut. Um, I'll never understand why the out of all the parks, the one that that people notoriously that even made t-shirts out of notoriously called animal kingdom the half day park and they're removing <laughs> a parade from you know a major uh, entertainment option 
from that mm-hmm. park <laughs> to do that. And so I maybe there's some logistics involved. I never got some confirmation on this, but I got a feeling that uh, Pandora took up a big chunk of that that real estate where they were storing these floats. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe there's something to be said for that, but um, even especially when it became Mickey's, uh, uh, yeah, whatever uh, Christmas jingle jam, jingle or jangle, yeah, jingle jingle jangle, <laughs> Dominic the Donkey Parade, right. <laughs> <laughs> the Jingle Jungle Parade, and and that was to me the best uh, holiday offering in <laughs> Disney World was that that parade. But um, you know, I, I have no idea why they don't have anything else back there. I mean, and if anything, they're going the other direction and cutting more stuff. Uh, so I don't know. We're not going in that direction yet, Jeff. Oh right, gotcha. Crystal ball, my crystal ball dropped. On that one. Pick it up. You don't have a lot of those laying around, all right? They're very hard to come by. Yeah. So I will allow that only because that was a very significant cut, um, but also a very minor cut because at that point in time, Animal Kingdom was a half-day park and no one was really seeing the parade anyway because they are already done by 3 (laughs) o'clock. Good point. (laughs) So my cut that's happened already um, that I I miss – in a different sense, is the fife and drum corps from the American Adventure Pavilion. Oh, good. Did you guys one. ever see that? Oh, yeah. I wish I got to see that. I think I came like a month too late on my first trip. Yeah, now that that really added something to the whole feel of that pavilion because that's literally the time they were going for. Yeah. Like that, I'm, I'm you know, I wasn't really around in the 1700s. Um, <laughs> There may or may not have been fife and drum corps wandering the streets. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> they had to practice somehow, guys. Right. Um, so that really added, and I, I want to almost say made that pavilion what it should have been and what the, the original yeah. goal was. Like, you had period accurate costumes you had period accurate music i mean yes they did also sing god bless america and the not well not sing they played and uh the songs of the different branches of the military which all of those did not exist in 1776 <laughs> there's a little issue with airplanes back then they didn't exist Um, so the air force was not a thing, but you know, I, I really think that was one of the smaller things that Disney cut that made a big impact, um, long-term on that one pavilion. Yeah. I always feel like that pavilion's lacking something. It's it's lacking because the voice of Liberty, you have to go inside to see them. Yes. Yes, you do. You know, so you there's there's something missing, and it's definitely not, you know, Starship playing, you know, during the day, which is, is fine. Is it Starship this week? Uh, yeah, I, I'll be there for Starship. Yeah, probably probably not the same feel that they're going for. No, yeah, so you know, they did they did build that city. <laughs> they did build that city. Yeah. On rock and roll. <laughs> Very expensive to build on top of rock and roll. Yeah, the Rocks, foundation's roll. terrible. Yeah, you can't can't get anything too high. All right. 
so we've gone into the past. Now we're going to look into the future. Hopefully not while we're driving. Jeff, keep your eyes on the road. <laughs> right. Um, I am going to lead us off on this one with our thoughts on what is next to be cut. Now, I hope you're you're buckled in. We've made a lot of DeLorean references this evening. Um, because I'm actually staying in the American Adventure Pavilion, and I am going to say that the... I can't believe I'm going to say it. The next thing to be cut would probably be Voices of Liberty. Oh. Uh, well, oh, no. so, so think oh, about no. this, okay? They're cutting the Muppets, which, Jeff, you did... Uh, are, you were able to articulate could have been a test for star Wars land. And now that star Wars land is open, they don't need it anymore because they know it just kind of doesn't work. But how many people at a given time do you see sitting and watching the voices of Liberty? The, yeah. the couple, last couple of times I've seen it, it it's, it's been a decent crowd. What's a decent crowd? 30 to 40 people. I guess. I mean, how know. many people do you see watching the Muppets? The same amount. Yeah, I get you. I, I know where you're coming from here. I, I really do. But I, I just can't picture them leaving. Can't. Well, could you picture, you know, the uh, Baradika band leaving? Could you picture... No, exactly. The, yeah. the nighttime parade at Magic Kingdom leaving? Glowing well, aren't away? They, aren't the Voices of Liberty featured in the new song for the, the Epcot show? That doesn't matter. They don't need to be there to sing it. Oh, well, you know, like meet and greets, autographs. What? <laughs> Who is meeting the Voices of Liberty? Uh, the lady with the corset, she's my favorite. I challenge you to tell me her name. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Bethany. Okay, that is a name, not her name. Oh, okay. My fault. <laughs> Upper deck so, Sal. Uh, that's, that's something else, Jeff. Oh. <laughs> So I, I do think that could be next on the horizon. Um, you you got to realize these entertainment cast members are making a lot more money than your minimum wagers that are ringing people out at gift shops, and they're not making money. Entertainment is a pure cost at this point. Right. Right. They're not unloading people into a gift shop at at the uh, Voices of Liberty, because you could walk right back out the same door you walked in. Oh, yeah. So that's where I think that's going to come. Now, Jeff, where are you going with this one? Well, <clears throat> so we have a history of, yeah, I'm going to stick with the parade concept, because we have a history of parades coming and going on a whim. Parades are huge, huge costs. Uh, speaking of, you know, uh, sustainability, um, so one of the big announcements uh we missed i finally found it was the move it shake it mouse could dance it street parade it's being scaled back at the same time that muppets is closing it's being scaled back to two shows a day so to me that's pretty much the the death nail it's probably you know not long for this this world here this disney world uh now maybe Everybody was so primed at D23 to get a, a new parade announcement. We didn't get a new parade announcement. Mm -hmm. So maybe that'll be the next phase. Like, hey, guess what? We're losing this parade, but you're going to get this new thing or whatever. Um, but anyway, I don't know. It just seems like a very 
very odd parade <laughs> that uh, it does get some popularity. You know, the kids like seem to like it. The, the little kids seem like it. But if you're in the the central hub at that time of day, I think you're doing it wrong, <laughs> to be honest with you. So I don't know. I that's my my gut check is that something like a parade with floats um, that has to be sustained. That's going to get axed. Move it, shake it, sell a mouska, dance it. <laughs> right. Yeah, some some one of those words. That prevents people from getting to the shops and spending more money. Right. And I can't get to Starbucks fast enough. <laughs> no, no, you can't. Can't get to Starbucks and Epcot either. <laughs> Too soon? Too soon. Not soon enough. All right, Michael, what are you cutting? Uh, I'm going to stick in Epcot, but I'm going to go World Showcase Entertainment as a whole it, i I, can, I don't see them keeping a lot of those acts we know we know british revolution is going to be gone because of mary poppins that they're not going to stay there they're for not going to have a home yeah they're not going to have they're going to be they're going to be evacuated um and then guys like uh the, the sergio the chair guy right sergio is it sergio i wish i had uh, a whistle, I, whistle right now yeah the whistle dude I'm you know so glad you don't have a whistle right now Listen, even though that guy gives me anxiety every single time he's on that chair, because I know if he ever does fall, it's going to be the day that I'm there and it's going to suck. But he adds he adds to the he adds to the pavilion. It's probably going to be a worse day for him. Yeah, it's going to. Yeah, it's going to be. But I know I'm going to be there for that. And it's going to it's going to be really bad. Uh, The drums in Japan, which are one of my favorite uh, pieces of entertainment. Uh, Japan is like my favorite pavilion. I love sitting in Katsura Grill and listening to those drums play. Uh, the dancers over in China and the the flag twirlers in Italy, maybe. You know, I, I just think that uh, not a lot of people, just like you said with the Voice of Liberty, not a lot of people are stopping to watch those shows. You know, uh, Chair Dude has a whistle, so he's going to, like, draw people, of course. But the drums... Nobody's standing there watching those drums play. Nobody's watching the acrobats. Nobody's watching the flag twirlers that are wearing really tight unitards. Uh, I think these things are going to be cut. Uh, I hope not Mariachi Cobre and those things, but I have a feeling that we're heading that way, especially with all these festivals, and they, they can get people back in World Showcase with festivals and not entertainment. Wait, you brought up a good point. The mariachi thing, when, when they added that Coco uh, plussing of it, um, yeah. they, play, they went berserk. So I wonder if there's some way they can kind of tie in the movies or whatever with some yeah, of these entertainment. Can they tie in an IP to anything? And if they can, it's going to stay. Right. Yeah. Well, they can tie it. They can put, like, put Ratatouille on one of the guy's chairs, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, a mouse, something like that. You know? <laughs> who, who knows? The right. guy blow a whistle and throws a mouse at somebody. I don't know. It's a rat. <laughs> it's a rat. A rat. My fault. My fault. That's right. worse. What do they know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and the drums. I mean, I guess like you could do like a Mulan thing with. Oh well, no, no. Yeah. Mulan's on Japan. Mulan's China. So you can do a Still. Mulan thing with China. Yeah. Uh, but I can see all of those things leaving soon because. I know for a fact when uh, Cherry Tree Lane opens, they're going to do something different, totally different. And who knows who plays in Canada anymore? Nobody really pays attention to that. Yeah, ever since Off Kilter left, that's all that was. 
worth going for. They're not just closed down the pavilion right now, basically for the uh, movie. Yeah. They're not. Oh, yeah. You're not. You're not juggling um, chainsaws. Chainsaws. Anymore? No, unfortunately. No. <laughs> the the lawyers got a hold of that one and went. I'm sorry, you're doing what? They got distracted <laughs> with the whistle from France. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, the lawyers were standing in France getting ready to yell at the guy, and all of a sudden they heard chainsaws going off and their ears perked up. <laughs> right. <laughs> nice. All right. So, you know what's never going to get old and never going to go away? Thanks oh, for answering the question. Yeah, I know. Well, I know the answer to this. Beverly. N- uh, uh-huh. Jeff, um, I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> Hey, you could still get it in Springs. Oh, that's yeah, right. But it's not free there. No, but you can get it with a with a little. You can get a spiked Beverly, and it's right. pretty. I I think it's pretty delicious. I have always loved Beverly. That's that's weird. But you know what's <laughs> not weird? Our friends over at DVCResaleMarket.com. If you're looking to buy into or add on to your existing DVC resale contract, head over to them. They have great deals all over Disney property right now. Probably better deals now that people are, you know, not going. Um, but they are an A-plus team, and they will do their hardest to ensure that you are staying as far away from Beverly as possible, possible, whoever she is, and getting the best deal on your DVC resale. So head on over to DVCResaleMarket.com and tell them that Jeff sent you. It doesn't get you anything, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Just tell him that he sent you. Like, he wants to see what's going on. It sounds cool, too. It does, yeah. We should should start telling people that we sent them. Yeah. Or specific people that we sent them. Not even people that are on the show. Tell them John sent you. Who's John? (laughs) We don't know. Who the heck is John? There is no John. No, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen. um, You know... That, that'll bring us to a close this week. I think we've been, you know, negative enough. But we do want to hear your feedback. So let us know what you think about Disney's latest round of cuts. And let us know what you think Disney could be cutting in the foreseeable future. Jeff will let you borrow his crystal ball. He's apparently not using it and throwing it around. I broke it. So uh, Michael will let you borrow his crystal ball. Jeff broke his. <laughs> I got you. Don't worry. Um, so before we get out of here this evening... Let's tell everyone where we can be found on the various forms of the interweb. Jeff, where can they find you other than uh, cleaning up glass? <laughs> you can find me at braindud92 on Twitter and just plain old brain do B-R-A-I-N-D-E-W on Instagram. And Michael, what about you? Uh, you can find me over at Ears of Happiness on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and you can find me at Old Key West this weekend. Nice. Very specific. Yeah. Username. No, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's my tagline. That's your tagline? Okay. Yeah. And I can be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat. We can all be found on Twitter and Facebook at The Mickey Dudes. And we can be found on Instagram at The Mickey Dudes Podcast. Thank you all for joining us this week. Let us know what you think of the cuts, and we will see you all next week. And we're going to read the top comments on our show, providing we remember. <laughs> we're not going to remember. Good night, everybody. You 
you've just listened to another exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the last song for this set. Is everybody ready to get down and dance? Yeah! All right, everybody scream! Yeah.